very powerful to say from a position where I can be with many girls and okay, I will stay with this girl. Not, I mean, for real, not just, okay, this is my only option, it's from business. Look, I mean, In that part, yeah. Yeah. I really agree with you, the abundance mentality. I believe. That's really great. It's strange. Like, the mentality I have is really, really, really fucking rare. Like, I'm talking about, like, I don't mean to sound arrogant. I don't mean to sound, like, self-aggrandizing and egotistical. I really don't mean to come off that way. But, like, the mentality I have, like, if you think about the number of men in the world who have approached, like, at least ten to 15,000 women... Right? By the age of 31, especially. I'm not talking about, like, you know, you've done some approaches, maybe two... Like, I'm talking about, like, how many men in the world, like, what percentage, what percentile is represented by the number of approaches I've done? And I realize, like, I really am possibly on my own in the world. I could speculate maybe one in 10 million... But I mean, how many millions, we're talking just men in the world, in just our age bracket. I'm not talking like a 58-year-old guy who's been around for a while and who's done lots of approach. I mean, like, but how many men in the world, I would say I'm on my own. And this mentality sort of came about where I thought I'm probably like the, the best or the, uh, I'm probably the most, I probably do the most approach in like my city. And then I would think, no, you know what? I've probably done the most approach like in this country, actually. And then I thought, actually, no, it's just the world. I heard that. That's pretty yeah, much that's, about the country. That's pretty. Uh, it, it yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much like that's pretty much what's happened. Like I would I think, know, yeah. It's in the world because um, you tend to say like ninety nine point ninety nine percent in a lot of situations and. Um, I can see some patterns because I really like your philosophy. I see some other pickup um, stuff, and sometimes I see um, stuff that are equal, and I like those. Um, well, my here, here's my here's my here's my take. Really direct and uh, like embrace the rejection like you do. Have you have you seen any person any any other guy out there his content? Does he embrace rejection to the level that I do? Uh, personally, no. Like, yeah, I think it is. That's exactly right. I mean, my core is just rejection. My core is success through rejection. Yeah. I think I'm the only person. I suspect I'm the only person. This is sort of like, this is really weird. This is a really weird thing to talk about because it comes off so like outlandishly arrogant and self-aggrandizing. It's so weird to talk about. But the only way I can really relate to it is like, imagine you are seven foot one and you don't need to see other guy, every other guy in the world. You don't need to, you don't need to travel to fucking Europe Amsterdam, like the fucking Himalayas, like you don't need to, you don't need to travel everywhere in the world to know that you're probably just the tallest. Now maybe there's Yao Ming, right? Maybe there's one or two guys wherever, fine. And I'm not doubting that. Maybe there are one or two guys out there who are similar to me, who don't have a blog, who are silent. 
wolves. I think I was a silent wolf for years until the blog, right? So I, I think probably the, the guys who are best in the world, who embrace rejection at the level I do, they're possibly silent. You don't see them on YouTube. You don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. But I would say if I'm seven foot one in terms of like confidence and approach and embracing rejection, I don't need to, I don't even need to see or hear or be exposed or to meet other guys in the world to know where I stand. It's sort of just so on its own level um, in an absolute sense that the relative, the relativity is just inferable. I can just draw that inference right away or that deduction. So, um, and this is just because of the amount of approach I've done, the extent to which I embrace rejection. And I just don't think there's anything close to it. I don't think there's any guy out there who comes close to it. I think guys are so outcome oriented. Every fucking dude out there is so outcome oriented. Every guy out there is fixated on like, you know, having success with women as far as like, you know, getting a relationship, getting sex. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with wanting outcome, but it can't be your focus. It can't be, you know, yeah. You know, you talk about a lot of nakedness and seen a lot of YouTube videos about or poets. I can see it through that, like you said. Like there are many guys, like they're they they are talking with girls. They are they want so much the outcome. They are not like just talking. There are many of those guys, and still between those many guys, I see some little percentage of guys that really embrace rejection. I mean. It's not like to take you off for your <laughs> of your warm percent. It's like I feel that it's really good. Your philosophy is really good, and um, as more people read your blog, um, I I can differentiate people that embrace rejection. Like that is a better world for me. Like I like that. It's not like the majority of people, but I think that it's good that I I wanted to. I, w I would like to be more people like that. And I think there are people too that not in the dating um, um, world, they embrace rejection too. And I think Gary B is, Gary Bay is uh, yeah. one example. I was 100%. Uh, hearing here to, uh, him today. <laughs> I see like there are lots of philosophies uh, between you and him like are the same. Just like he talks about more about entrepreneurship and you more about social dynamics, 100%. dating, and 100%. because just today I heard about yeah, like money doesn't uh, change you; it just exposes you. And like, oh my god, <laughs> dude. Well, I mean, it's it's it's, fuck, it's fucking true. And like, here's the thing: I actually see that similarity, and I think that's why uh, I had been drawn to some of his content for a while as well yeah because i would say i would say i would say pretty much his gary vaynerchuk's level of confidence with respect to business and stuff like that i would say matches my level of confidence with respect to dating yeah i am this i would say he is the same i am the same at that level like i see it and i don't mean to uh yeah 
it's apples and oranges, of course, the comparison. But it's like there were he had a silent wolf period, right? Like of working in the There's wine. Some gore, yeah, he some had gore inside. Yeah, like. yeah. There's core. There's a core element. Like we have the confident core, and his adversity was like being the immigrant and being told he sucked, right? And like then being the silent wolf, growing his business in the wine shop for all those years, not opening his mouth. And I think like, I look at that and I just say, wow, you know, like I went through a silent wolf period. Uh, you know, I had the adversity of, you know, my parents essentially teaching me that I sucked, but I create the adversity over and over. He places an emphasis on adversity and I can see it that I can see it now. This wasn't ever, this wasn't anything I ever thought about until recently. It's more just these, it's these types of conversations that help me reflect actually. Like, trust me that for like the first six years I was approaching, I never once thought about it in terms of like, I'm doing this for the process because rejection's making me more confident. And I never thought of it like that. This is sort of the natural trajectory of when you consummate, when you reach a, a summit. I don't know if summit's the right word because it implies a peak as well. And I don't, I wouldn't say that's the case because I'd say it's always going up, but I would say when you eventually have enough distance between your original baseline in terms of that growth and confidence, and you can really reflect your perspective just hits a whole new barrier. You cross bar, you cross a barrier. Um, and I would say now I can genuinely look back and just say it was all of those rejections over all those years that that's why I have reached my level of confidence. And even now I implement it and I just like, I'll get rejected and I'll laugh and I'll be like, that was great. Like now. Um, but that's what fuels me. Like that's what I'm able to take so many rejections because I see it as a good thing for me. Honestly, it's even reaching a point where it's not even a thing. Like when you first start approaching, approach itself is a thing. It's like, I'm going to do approach. I'm going to go approach. Um, and then it's like the rejections, I talk about them like taking rejections. Like that's how I'm trying to teach it or convey that information. But I don't even think of rejections as a thing anymore. Nor do I even think of approach as a thing. I just see it as a very, very liquid, fluid, integrated, biologic process of this is what, this is normal. I've literally like reached a point of like a singularity with like the biology and understanding how it works as far as like rejection is concerned. Like I've, I've internalized it as so normal that it doesn't matter who you are, what you look like, what you say or what you do. It doesn't matter. Like rejection is so core and so normal and will never go away no matter what that I see it as very liquid and integrated to the process of meeting women. I see it as extremely integral and foundational. It's inseparable. You can't avoid it. That's why you need to embrace it. And when you embrace it, you don't change your behavior for women. 
because you're not trying to get any sort of outcome. You embrace the process. Um, and it comes from the truest place of non-neediness. I'd say having a superficial mentality that like you should embrace the process, you should embrace rejection. If I try to teach it to you like this, like that's great. But over time, you'll actually see that that behavior is secondary to your non-neediness. So it goes both ways. It's like your non-neediness fuels your investment in the process over the outcome. And then at the same time, your reflection of that can further reinforce it. So you come at it from two angles. It's a, it's a positive reinforcement loop. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much like, that's pretty much where I'm at. Like, it's not even a thing for me anymore. I mean, it's and one, of, one of the key points that you talk about, about rejection is going to happen anyway. And I should just be myself. It's like one point solely or anything for me because that was when I was reading and talking to lots of people like, you should be like this, you should be like that, you should be like, and you're like, fuck that. Oh, I'm, all, I'm all about, absolutely, absolutely. Embrace, it, re, embrace rejection. Dude, it was like, absolutely. Right? Yeah. 100%, 100%, 100%. I'm all about deregulation. I'm, um, I'm all about deregulation. I think what I, need, what I need more is like embrace rejection in more stages because like I do approaches and I, and the instant re rejection is like easy. Um, and it's more difficult for me the rejection like when I was I was I slept with this girl or I date with her and some sometimes and it's like more difficult for me embrace rejections after that and it's like I should embrace rejection in more stages of dating and my life right I believe um in that stage. <laughs> you just got to continue approaching, man. That's all you can really do. That's all you got to do. You got to just, yeah. um, you know, like we'll relate it back to Gary V. You know how he says like people are so fixated on like metrics and like, you know, how much money they're making or like how much fame they're getting or how many followers they have or how many likes they get rather than just actually fucking working. Yeah. Right. It's like, Guys are so fixated on like their percentages or like the number of women they're sleeping with or like what they're doing wrong or like, uh, you know, how their beard looks or like all this stuff. And in reality, they need to just put their head down and fucking approach and the rest will take care of itself. This is the most amazing fucking thing. This is the most amazing thing. Like if you weigh 300 pounds and you want to become healthier like, if you just run on the treadmill day after day, everything will take care of itself. Your cardiovascular system will improve, right? Your memory will improve because you'll sleep better. Every, your skin will look better. Everything will just take care of itself if you engage in one simple process. So it's like all of the mental bullshit we hold on to all of your like specific scenarios like this girl I'm interested in, or I got rejected by these girls or my upbringing was this, like all of the mental baggage you have, any specific circumstances you're trying to overcome, 
none of it really matters because all you have to do is literally just approach, be a practitioner, and then over time, the confidence will trickle down and sort of expunge and eliminate all of your mental bullshit. It's a trickle-down effect. It's so simple. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've had a similar conversation where, like, I'll hear some dude's, like, specific circumstances. He's like, no, 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 but you don't understand. And I'm like, no, you're right. I don't need to understand because none of it actually matters. Oh, you met her two weeks ago and, like, she was with some dude then, but she just broke. It's like, it doesn't matter. Like, you pretty much just to be as non-needy and to be as attractive as possible and to maximize the probability of outcomes you're looking for as a secondary bonus is just to invest in your process and to not worry about all of those other metrics. All of the mental bullshit you're holding on to will just eliminate itself as your confidence trickles down from you merely being a practitioner and approaching. So like the best remedy is just, hey, approach every day for the next six months, then we'll talk and we'll see what mental bullshit you're holding on to then. Because I can guarantee if you're still holding on to mental bullshit in six months, it's because you haven't been approaching. Like I'll, I'll meet up with you, we'll chat and, I'll, and you'll be telling me about some girl that you're like really like interested in and she's not into you and you're like needy about it. And I'm like, okay, uh, how many approaches have you been doing per day for the past six months? And you're like, oh, uh, you know, I've been busy. And I'm like, exactly. You haven't been approaching. <laughs> it's pretty obvious because like you can't fake confidence. You can't fake confidence. Like to talk the way I do as like ridiculous as I might sound sometimes to talk like this with conviction, you can't fake. And I don't care what anyone else, what anyone else thinks. Like people can think I'm delusional. People can think I'm uh, incredibly pretentious. That's fine. I'm listening to that, but I don't internalize it. I deflect a lot of it. So it's pretty simple. Yeah.